Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's health talk. I'm Bridget. I'm a registered nurse here at UH Portage, and I work at the Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute. I work directly with Dr. Anjan Gupta, who is a cardiology interventionalist here at the hospital and started the STEMI program. STEMI is a a big heart attack. the real thing. So he started the program here at the hospital that allows patients in the area who come to this hospital presenting with a heart attack to stay here in the community and not have to be flown out to different hospitals. He can actually perform the intervention here that's needed, open up the blocked artery and put in a stent. There's a lot of things that can be said for prevention out there. And one of the biggest things is when patients come in after they have a heart attack, I ask them, do you have any family history? Did your parents or your brothers or sisters or even grandparents, aunts or uncles have any heart attacks or stents, open heart surgery? And a lot of times I get, oh, yeah, they all had that. Well, why didn't you get checked? Why didn't you know your numbers? Why didn't you get checked for heart disease? Well, I never had any problems. And they didn't have any problems until they had a big problem. And there's a lot of prevention out there. University Hospitals does offer a free calcium scoring CAT scan. You have to have an order for that. But for the ladies out there or gentlemen who have ladies in their lives, I compare it to a mammogram. You know, we do all these things for prevention. We have our mammograms, we have our blood test screening, we have our female exams, male exams, colonoscopies but why don't we screen our heart? So University Hospitals offers a free calcium scoring CAT scan. You have to have an order from your doctor, but it's a CAT scan that takes about 30 seconds and it focuses on the coronary arteries of the heart and if there's any calcium buildup there. Now you want your score to be zero, but should you have an elevated score in the hundreds or even thousands, it doesn't necessarily mean you have blocked arteries. That means that we need to investigate a little bit more. And by investigating more, they're usually referred to a cardiologist. We have a great group here of about six or so cardiologists that have various specialties, but they all can treat patients, you know, for prevention, heart disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and whatever else may be going on. But the next step then is for the patient to likely have a stress test. And a stress test, again, is another test that can can show if there's an indication for blockage, if there's signs of blockage. And if we have a positive stress test or if the patient is symptomatic and has risk factors such as diabetes, high cholesterol, or high blood pressure, they'll then have a heart catheterization to know 100% if that blockage is on the inside of the artery or if it might be outside the artery, not really causing any harm. Like I said, with the heart catheterization, there's a couple of interventionalists here that can do heart catheterizations. If there's any blockage, then when they do the heart catheterization, that blockage can be opened up right here, the same procedure, and a stent can be placed to keep that artery open and keep the blood flow, and they'll have close follow-up with their cardiologist. But the biggest thing is not to get to that point, you know? Watch how often you have guidos or potato salad. Mediterranean diet is a good healthy diet for heart health. That's fish, chicken, turkey, baked, boiled, not fried, red meat, maybe once a week. You know, we all love a good steak or a good real burger. 
you know, maybe once a week, keep your carbohydrates, your white carbohydrates, stay away from that as much as you can, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, pastas, potatoes, and things like that, and rice should be whole grain and in small portions. Another big thing that we like to mention is, you know, heart attack symptoms. Everybody thinks, oh, I have the elephant on my chest, this pain that's radiating down my left arm and my neck and my jaw. Well, sometimes it can be chest pain or pressure and you feel like you have a toothache, you know, a sharp pain in your jaw like you have a toothache or it will radiate to one arm or both arms. Sometimes it's the right arm, not always the left, but most likely. And women present much differently. Women can have epigastric pain, pressure, nausea, vomiting, sweating, you know, just a feeling of nervousness, a feeling of tightness in the chest radiating through to the back. Women present a lot differently. Some women, they think they have the flu because they just feel so nauseous and epigastric pain and they're sweating and throwing up and it's a heart attack in some cases. So it's good to know our symptoms and always call 911. Don't say I'm going to drive myself to the hospital. I think I'm having a heart attack or call your neighbor or call your family member. Call 911 because those minutes are precious. That time is muscle, just like with a stroke, time is brain, with the heart, time is muscle. And that time is precious. The ambulance can get there, they can give aspirin, they can get an EKG, they can transmit that EKG right here to the hospital. I know in Dr. Gupta's case, it can go right to his phone. The standard is 90 minutes for door to balloon for a patient to arrive at the hospital door confirm they're having a heart attack, get into the cath lab and have that artery opened up with a stent. Dr. Gupta has done that in six minutes. 90 minutes is the standard, the gold standard, less than 90 minutes nationally. He's done that in six minutes because the ambulance sent the EKG. He met the patient right in the ambulance, took him off the ambulance, wheeled him right to the cath lab, got in there, opened up that artery. Boom. He's got blood flow again. Renee actually had a situation at work a couple of years ago regarding the stroke and the staff was even trained, but because the context is work, sometimes I think we think in the training, yeah, I would get this, but at work, we think, well, it's probably something else. So really important thing. We don't connect it to safety all that much. You know, we think more mm-hmm. like toe motor injuries and that kind of thing, but that yeah. we think more as health, but guys, if you're a safety major, HR major, try to get your staff, if you can trained in these things, at least learn the few signs so you can identify those on the job to prevent God forbid, right. uh, you know, losing one of your employees with, which is no one's fault, but if you can prevent that, right. that'd be awesome thing. I want to thank you for the opportunity because it's, it's just really important to get this information out of there. And if anyone has any questions, please feel free to call us anytime. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.